Yes, us. Welcome to the Kefi Life Podcast. My name is Kiki Vale, and I'll be your guide to creating a life of Ola Kala, all is well. Together, we'll get back to the basics, and we'll explore fresh new ways to flourish in mind, body, and soul the Greek way. You can look forward to interviews, stories, essential self-care strategies, recipes, and actionable takeaway Ola Kala moments. This is going to be so much fun. Let's get going. Bam it. Our lexi for this week is epitihia, or success. Epitihia, a strong concept which we humans chase, but honestly can be simply achieved when we do what we are uniquely born to do. How does one become successful at anything? By doing what he or she loves and this person also loving what they are doing. This in itself is success. If you're a person who desires epitihia of the highest order, then look no further than your own internal ethos. Eleolado, olive oil, has been celebrated in the civilized world for millennia, nearly eternal. The oil of this fruit has been more than just food to the cultures of the Mediterranean region. It's been medicinal, ceremonial, sacramental, and the foundation of great wealth and power. It is safe to say that olive oil is the ethos, the essence of Greek culinary culture. Today, the priceless and life-giving ingredients of this liquid gold can be delivered to you when you purchase your premium bottle of Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil from the region my parents were born, the Peloponnese. The coveted Koroniki olive is extensively cultivated here in the southern part of Greece, which offers the unique microclimate needed to grow a fruit netting the utmost nutrient value for extra virgin olive oil. Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil, a boundless amount of value, high in antioxidants with anti-inflammatory properties linked to good mood and improved mental health. Get your bottle of wellness today when you visit kefilife.shop. Nelson Mandela once said, when you feel passionate about your work, there is no great difference between the way you feel on Monday morning and the way you feel on Saturday morning. I suspect this is the way Barry Butler, photographer, feels on a day-to-day basis. Barry Butler is a Chicago-based, Ireland-born, internationally published landscape and cityscape photographer. His work has appeared in a variety of media spanning television, books, advertising, and music album covers. The list goes on and on. His work is stunning. You have to see it. And as a matter of fact, if you're in the Chicagoland area, you will be able to do just that besides going online. So let's welcome Barry Butler. Thank you so much for joining us on Kefi Life, Barry. Oh, thanks so much for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. I have been following your work. We met in the 90s when I worked under you at Metro Networks, and you have come full circle. You have taken, I guess, your hobby and turned it into a full-fledged career. But before we talk about that, are you actually, I think I read that you're from Ireland. Were you born in Ireland? Yeah, I was born in in Wexford, Ireland, which is um, southeast uh, portion of Ireland. And... uh, Came here when I was a little guy, so um, lost that brogue, uh, cried with a brogue, I guess you could say. And um, my life started off uh, because uh, where we were living, I was born in a nursing home. And um, my uh, my crib was a drawer with a blanket in it. So uh, uh, I had nowhere but up after that. So, um, yeah. So uh, but Ireland is a, um, a very important part of my life. I usually back back there um, twice a year. Um, family with with the exception of my immediate family is all back there. So uh, that's uh, that's certainly home. 
Look at you. What an interesting story. Was was that you were born in the nursing home because of? Well, I was just too far. I guess I was just too patient, uh, too impatient. So um, yeah, the, the closest uh, at that time, if you were to drive from from Wexford to Dublin, where the where the hospitals were, that's a two and a half hour drive. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, uh, I, uh, came out on a Sunday evening as the, uh, the church bells were, were ringing. So, um, so yeah, that's, uh, that, that's how I started off, uh, started off in a nursing home. Well, you have such an interesting beginning to your life. I remember working with you and meeting you in the nineties and you've risen so high, as you say, share your background in the media and radio business for those that are not aware of that. Well, what? Where I started is kind of how I ended up today, because when I started in the uh, in the broadcast business, I was flying in helicopters doing traffic reports at times. And with that, that allowed me to really have a good feeling of um, where things were in Chicago. And um, especially that aerial view is has always been something that was interesting to me. And then at one point we... We, uh, we had offices in the 94th floor of the Hancock. So again, you know, I had that, uh, that feeling of being way up in the air and having unusual views of the city. So, um, so uh, when I got to the point where I was out doing photography specifically of Chicago, I, you know, I have a real good feel for the city because of those early days, but that was all started with a broadcast career. And that lends to capturing the special aspects of the city as, you know, being immersed in it on a day-to-day basis. I've been following your work as a photographer for probably three or four years, and you have just grown so much in your business. You're becoming a Chicago staple. Um, How do you uh, capture, when you're looking at something like, I, I was looking at your website and you have some pictures from the Chicago Air and Water Show. And I think there's one specifically called The Tornado. Did you capture that? I, I love that one. I, I, I just love that one. Did you capture that by chance or were you looking for something? Or did, how did that all come? How did that happen? Well, whether it's that shot or another shot, uh, it's a rare occasion that I capture something without some planning ahead of time. So, um, so whether it's a sunrise or, you know, moon coming through a certain spot or, um, you know, even the shots of, uh, of the blue angels, um, I have a pretty good plan most times before I go out. So nothing usually surprises me. So, um, you know, in that case there, um, I was in a specific position on the water to capture that, uh, and that's the red arrows from Britain. That um, that provided that uh, unusual formation of of um, you know uh, of the airplanes uh, flying at the Chicago Air Show. So, but yeah, I mean that, that's my approach with all of this. I I do not show up at a spot and just say, boy, I hope it really works out today. I I, I come up with a plan. <laughs> well, I should have known that. So, <laughs> I mean, your work is just so incredible. When I look at the landscapes, the sunsets, and how you capture the city and um, the architecture, because we're known for architecture here in Chicago, it, it, it you're really able to um, illustrate that with your photographer photography. What excites you about taking that picture, that that really unique picture that you take day in and day out? Well, my, my, my intent every time is uh, at least, you know, my goal, you know, I, I'm hoping that I'm going to capture a moment that can't be replicated. 
So I'm, you know, always searching for uniqueness, um, uh, a special um, angle, uh, a unique composition, however you want to look at it. So um, it's sort of like putting a puzzle together every day. So that's what, uh, and, and I put that puzzle typically together 24 hours ahead of time. So I'm always like, okay, where am I going to be tomorrow? And, you know, what are the conditions? What's the wind going to be like? And so it's just, it's kind of fun putting the puzzle together. I mean, there's some people who do crossword puzzles or they do other things to, or some of those word games that you do online. Um, but um, that's my, that's my amusement every day. I love it. What would you say inspires you? Like, what would you say is your inspiration for following this? Because I assume that you are also working another full-time job as you do your photography. Well, what, 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 what motivates me, uh, I, I think, um, I, I think the best way to answer that is, you know, people will ask me, um, you know, uh, you know, how, how do you become successful with you know, with photography, or how can I get noticed, and and uh, how can I increase my likes? That's the the, the thing I uh, I actually get amused by when someone asks me that question, um, because I, I I say to them, hey, listen, you know. Go, you know, capture the moments and however you're going to do that um, with the things that you, you enjoy, the things that you love, the things that are, 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 are of interest, um, because that, that's the first thing I think with any type of art. I don't care if it's photography, video, paintings or whatever, sculptures, um, you know, it's got to come from inside. It's got to be authentic. And if you are doing things to appeal to people, that's probably the biggest mistake. So, you know, I, I, it doesn't sound, I hope it doesn't come off like sounding like selfish, but I shoot for me. So for you. You know, yeah. I, 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 I shoot and sit and say, okay, oh, I, I got a kick out of that. That was fun. And then, you know, I'll post it and you know, you, you know, if someone likes it, great. If not, I'm not offended. I'm like, okay, well, you know, I enjoyed it. <laughs> so, <laughs> And I think that's where, you know, and if you talk to musicians and how they write their songs and, you know, they, they write the songs because it was reflecting of how they felt at the moment or they really got a kick out of the way that their guitar sounded or their the drums sounded or whatever. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's where it should start. And that's where my head is every day. I mean, there are many times where someone says, well, why don't you go shoot over in Evanston? I'm like, well, I don't care about Evanston. I mean, it's a nice <laughs> town, but it doesn't really motivate me, you know? Right. Um, yeah. And so I'm, I'm uh, and there are other, you know, other people, well, hey, why don't you do headshots? I'm like, well, I like people, but that doesn't really interest me. So um, I do the stuff that I enjoy and I've been very, very, very uh, fortunate that people like my work. And, um, but yeah, that what, what you see is what you get there. I'm not, I, 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 I'm not into, you know, worried about if I get 2000 likes on a photo. It's, you know, I appreciate it. I so appreciate when people make nice comments but that's that's not driving me. And where I think uh, in any art, if you are trying to, you know, compromise or change the way that you believe in something to make other people happy, I think that's where we all kind of fall apart in our successes. So um, that's kind of my my little rant when it comes to that. What and kind of explains where where I'm at shooting wise. I I think. 
I couldn't agree more. I think that when we're true to ourselves and our real talent comes out and speaks for itself, and you've described sort of an ethos, if you will, that's a Greek word, ethos. And you seem to be, Barry Butler, part of the fabric of Chicago and Ireland. So <clears throat> because you've, you've put your ethos into that and your love of those places, but tell me your most beloved aspect of capturing the energy of Chicago and Ireland, some of the Ireland pictures that you have. I have some relatives on my husband's side that are Irish. I'm full-blown Greek, but I think I'm going to purchase some of your prints for my Irish relatives. Well, I would appreciate that. That's kind of you. <laughs> well, <laughs> I you mean know, it. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the only challenge with Ireland is that I'm only there twice a year, you know, so I, you know, I try to, you know, pack in some of the, the, the spots that, uh, are special to me. Um, you know, I, I'm from the east coast of Ireland, so a, a good number of the images I show are from the east coast of Ireland. Though I have um, a huge, huge uh, love of Donegal, which is what I call a, a, an authentic part of Ireland now because it's still kind of back the way it was, not a lot of modern things. Uh, so it's... Um, I, I, I like that. I like, again, I like the authentic look. I like things that really haven't changed too much. And, you know, even when I look at the city of Chicago, there was a conversation I was having this morning with someone about an area that I used to shoot a lot. And I said, well, I, I loved it up until the city decided to make it look like it's a, a shopping mall, you know, um, in, in, at least in my head, it, it doesn't look like a shopping mall, uh, but right, it looks right. all, it looks all clean and it's nicely you know, landscaped and there's, you know, really nice sidewalks and that doesn't interest me anymore. So I like things that were just kind of somewhat created by nature. Couldn't agree more. One of my favorite shots of yours that I've seen online, it's called Sunrise at Greystones in Ireland. It's just magnificent. <laughs> it really is. It's magnificent. Yeah, I got pretty wet taking that one. <laughs> really? Really? Because it's always yeah. raining over there. Yeah. Well, no, I got wet from the water. And that's, you know, again, oh. that's uh, that's the east coast of Ireland. That's right on the Irish Sea. Uh, Greystones is in County Wicklow. Um, and, uh, um, yeah, I was out there one morning and... Um, yeah, that, that, that was a that was a fun shoot, and you know, as you can see, the one of the great things about Ireland is you know the color green is strong in Ireland. You know, yes. and that's thanks to what you just mentioned. There's tons of rain, but um, fortunately, where I was, there's a lot of precipitation there because of the fact that uh, it was along the Irish Sea. Barry Butler is a photographer of landscape and he's won awards and he's all over the place. He's got an upcoming exhibit in Chicago. But first, you've published a book also. It's called Chicago, A City Above. Tell us about it. Yeah, well, um, you know, with um, with online and my stuff up on social for years, people had asked, would I um, do a book? And um, I kind of asked a, a bunch of people um, bunch of publishers, the cost of doing a book and the book I wanted to do was, you know, by the time they got all their cuts and everything that they wanted to do, way too expensive. I, I just sat there and said, no one's going to be able to afford the book that I want to do. So I decided to self-publish. And um, I literally finished that book at the start of the pandemic, which I will recommend to you. Never start anything at, at the start of a pandemic because all your ideas when something would get done uh, are thrown out the window. Um, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, I um, I published that book and sold a lot of books. I still have books now. Um, 
And, uh, you know, there doesn't, you know, there's not a week that goes by that I don't sell a few books, um, along with, you know, I sell prints and jigsaw puzzles and, you know, my calendar for 2023 is going out uh, shortly. So, um, but yeah, the book, um, you know, that's a, it's sort of like a, a portfolio book. It's a great book for, uh, if you'd like something on, um, in an office, uh, is sitting in the, the lobby area or a, on a cocktail table at home and, you'll be able to just see all the beauty that's uh, in Chicago broke up the book into four sections um drama spirit uh light and um flow and um so there's four themes in the book and um so it allows me to kind of bunch up my photos um so they all make sense there's not a lot of text in there um that's by design uh, but there's over a hundred some odd photos in that that image, and it's only uh, in that book, and it's only uh, forty dollars. So um, it's um, it's a you know, in my opinion, it's a well done book, and it really captures a lot of the unique views and u- unique moments of of Chicago. So it was a labor of love, that's for sure. It sounds like a wonderful gift. We'll have to check it out. And your website is Barry Butler Photography. Yes, dot com. Yes, thank you. Okay, let's talk about, because this is really why I wanted to reach out to you, even though I've been following your photography and your beautiful pictures and really feeling like a part of Chicago through your pictures and through your uh, vision. um, You've got an exciting exhibition coming up. Tell us about it. Yeah, and and I'm excited about it, especially after I've seen it um, completed. The uh, union carpenters at uh, Navy Pier have... uh, uh, taken all my work and put it up on a uh, 60-foot uh, wall area at Navy Pier. Um, the uh, concept of the um, of the exhibit is called, uh, well, the title is called Flow, uh, Water Brings Life to Chicago. And the images have everything to do with, you know, the river, with Lake Michigan, uh, even Buckingham Fountain, because there's water involved with that. And just my feeling, when I think about all the fun things in Chicago, um, there's somehow there's a Chicago, excuse me, there's a water element to it. So, you know, for example, we have the air and water show, uh, happening this weekend in Chicago. So, um, you know, that is, you know, it's all along the lakefront. Um, we do the dying of the, the river at St. Patrick's day. And, um, so there, there goes the river, uh, Buckingham Fountain I've talked about. We, um, we have the fireworks at Navy Pier and where are the fireworks? They're coming off the water. So, um, so that's, you know, really the, all those images kind of have that theme. Uh, there's a water theme involved. Um, and, uh, you know, it's going to f- sound funny when I say this, um, when, they completed the exhibit, um, you know, putting everything up on the wall. I was like, wow, I took those photos. Um, <laughs> those, those actually look pretty good, you know, cause I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm really critical of my work. So it was like yes. one of the few times, um, and it was the same also with the book where I, for the one of the few times where I've kind of said, wow, okay. Um, I guess I'm doing something right here. So, um, I really like the exhibit. It's, mm-hmm. it's in a good spot with Navy Piers. So, you have a mixture of um, tourists certainly seeing it, and you have people who live here who can come by and see the exhibit. The, the nice thing about it is that it'll be there for 16 months. So it's through the end of December 2023. So it's not 
what I maybe have done in the past where I you know, had an exhibit up for a weekend or a week or two or something like that. This is a permanent exhibit. And um, at points of it, I will change up some of the, the imagery. For example, one of my thoughts is well, as we get uh, closer to the holiday time, I'll kind of put some holiday theme images um, in the exhibit just to kind of keep it topical. Um, and we'll see from there how, um, how the, uh, how the images, uh, evolve over the next 16 months. But I'll tell you that if I just kept the 22 that are up there right now, um, I, I would be proud to say that the, that's my work. Well, you're really fortunate and blessed to have that euphoric moment to see your work, something you're, you're passionate about displayed so that the whole world can feel your joy and your talent. And I want to congratulate you for that. And Barry, I actually think that is a part of wellness. When we can do what we love, it fuels us. I, I, I feel like that may be the case for you. It certainly is for me when I'm working. Um, and, and water is a life source. So great theme. I love the association there. Um, a sunset above all, the Chicago 60-mile sunset. Some of your pictures just <laughs> speak volumes. I, I just saw, oh, I was like trying to figure out to say I had a favorite, but there's just so many. Do you have, because I know you have limited time now, but do you have a favorite picture in your repertoire? Well, you know, I, I think the, the best way to answer that is that I have images that I've taken that have taught me something or have you know, captured a moment that were like, wow, that was really darn cute, uh, cool, or I did a lot of work to get to that point. Um, one of them is uh, Autumn Afternoon. It's the, uh, probably a, a, a image that I'm, you know, people always think about when they think of some of my work, because it's been out there for a while. Um, it's an image at, in, in Autumn, where there's a gentleman sitting on a bench at Fullerton Avenue, and there's the gold, um, tones of uh, the leaves hanging over him and then there's a skyline in the background and you just see him um, just taken in the moment. Now, the funny thing about the image and, and why it means a lot to me is that I had a different composition set up for that shot. And unfortunately, when I had that composition set up, this guy who eventually sat on the on the bench was going backward and forward on in the middle of my composition. And under my breath, I was not saying very nice things about the guy. Um, <laughs> Cause I'm like, I only got 10 minutes here to take this shot. Could you please, you know? And, uh, and I'm like, Oh my God. And so I changed the composition and then took the shot. There's just one shot. And the reason for that is that I took the image and this doesn't happen often, but I elected to, um, and this is a nice thing about um, digital photography because you have that immediate feedback on the back. I went to the back of my shot and just double checked was everything in focus because everything had changed and I um, uh, do a lot of manual focusing. And I'm like, okay, did I get the aperture right? Did I get everything right? And I'm like, look, look, okay. Oh, wow, okay, I got this. And then I looked up and he was gone. So he only sat for a moment. So I have no idea who that gentleman is, uh, but that oh. gentleman helped me make a tremendous amount of money. And again, <laughs> um, you know, it's an image that one, um, you know, was, what, what was that was not planned, him being there, but I was able to pivot, um, a, a, you know, in a moment when things were not going right. Um, and it worked out. And, um, but yeah, it, it just taught me to be patient. It taught me to have faith that things will work uh, themselves out. And so anytime like I'm having a, you know, a rough go, uh, with photography and, you know, 
you'd love to think that every time you go out, everything is just going to be perfect, but there are a lot of elements that come into the picture. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I just remind myself like, okay, remember that time you got all huffy and puffy inside about things were not working out and look what happened. You know, so, um, it, so it, it taught me a lesson and it's a lesson that I haven't forgotten. I've, I, I took that photo now almost 10 years ago and, um, there isn't a day that goes by that it's not in my head uh, to remind myself, just, you know, just be patient. It will work out. Good for you. Some sage advice for us as well. And P.S. I love the fact that you title your images autumn afternoon, 60 miles sunset. Those are cool. Like, does it take you a long time to think of your titles? No, it usually comes right at, right when I take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, well, I, I, what's funny about the 60-mile sunset is that it's not 60 miles away from Chicago, but I drove 60 miles to take that photo. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my God, I love it. Yeah, it's actually, it. if you measured where I was across the lake, it's probably about 35 miles or something like that. But I drove 60 miles. So in my mind, it was a 60-mile sunset that I went to go, you know, take, take that shot. There you go. I think I've actually seen your pictures on WGN. Oh, yeah. Well, WGN and, and, and several other television stations are very good about, um, you know, promoting my work and they've done features on me and, or they asked me to come on the station and talk about um, maybe, you know, a, a unique moment that, you know, people should take advantage of from a photographic standpoint. So, um, yeah, all, all the TV stations have been wonderful and, um, and, and a lot of them are, are asking to come out to the, uh, exhibit and, and talk to me about, you know, and talk about the exhibit. Uh, so, uh, I've been very fortunate that, uh, the TV stations have been, you know, wonderful supporters of, of mine. Barry Butler, you are an acclaimed photographer here in Chicago and Ireland, and we are so honored that you had time to speak with us today. And I want to say that one thing that we've learned today, at least I have, is that we really should pursue what we're born to do. I can feel that in your voice and your work and everything that you've said today. I always like to end my interviews with this one final question, and the question is, Barry Butler, in my life, I've learned that. It goes by quickly. <laughs> <laughs> and just, you know, just when you think um, you have a lot of time, you don't. And I, I think, what, what, what was it, um, uh, was it Buddha who had said something like, um, something to the effect like, uh, you think you have enough time, you know? And I think that's the thing that we learn. So, you, you know, it's the classic case of capture the day, enjoy the moment, um, don't too get caught up on the negative things that are happening out there. Find, find the goodness that's out there because there's a lot of it, and it's very easy to um, kind of focus on negative. That actually takes no creativity. So um, find, find the happiness, and, and that's the other thing I, you know, I, I say to my sons um, on a regular basis. Find your happiness. doesn't matter what it is. Just go find it, and then the, you know, the rest will take care of itself. Stay right there. Up next, your weekly takeaway to keep it all as well. Hola, cala. This Hola, cala moment brought to you by the law offices of Liston and Centillus, ranked number one by the Leading Lawyers Network since 2010, taking care of all your real estate needs. In today's episode with Barry Butler, we hear about the color green and how visibly beautiful it is in parts of Ireland. Green evokes a feeling of abundance, and it is associated with peace and calm. Green food is another way to experience the color. Why not bring green into your kitchen? 
One, each day add a little basil, dill, cilantro, or parsley to your meal plan. Two, plant and keep an herb at your windowsill. Three, prepare creatively with greens and green lettuces. With five varieties, it's easy to make that salad exciting. And it's hola cala when you drink three to five cups of green tea a day to lose weight and reduce risk of disease so you can remain all as well. Kiki Vale is the founder of Kefi Life. She is passionate about whole person wellness and living a fulfilled life. Her Kefi Life podcast is created to simply and naturally help you harmonize the mind, body, and soul the Greek way. Visit kefilife.com at kefilife365 on Instagram, and check out Kiki Vale on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Join us again next time for more positive energy and inspiration on Kefi Life.